Well, hello. You just said to me, let's do this, fucker. I did. I, I said, let's this a fucker. No, let's fuck this doer. Let's fuck this doer. That's what we should be doing. Conk. So there's this is, that. It's another Life Raft production. Uh, presents the Comedy Couch podcast yeah. with Dennis Hensley. And Tony Tripoli, which is me. Yes. And speaking of Life Raft productions, that's <laughs> been a recurring theme about certain creative endeavors that are going yeah. on in my world and other people's worlds. Um, how they are uh, putting a, putting on a show or making a short or doing a, whatever as a way to cling on to life. And one of our podcast listeners, Brad in Toronto, I believe it was. Yeah whipped up a logo for Life Raft Productions. And it's options. I love that there's options. There's two options. There's logo A and logo B. Yeah, and I don't know which one I like better. Logo it has a. like a cartoon I of me. I for sure like logo A who, Which I don't know how he did. He, he must have drawn it himself. Yeah. Um, and I've got my crazy, weird, spiky hair, which I sometimes sport. And I'm in the middle of a Life Raft. And uh, it's... and uh, I'm oddly, oddly nowhere to be seen. Well... I just apparently I've jumped overboard and and, have, and I'm just bubbles. Well, I'm bubbles I think because I think Life Rap Productions began when I was talking about my short, so that's probably what he was thinking. Sure. But I think Life Rap Productions could also be presenting Tony Tripoli. I shit my pants live on stage. And they are for sure presenting. <laughs> They're it. a co-presenter at least. Oh, please. Like when, they like are when DreamWorks produce. and Paramount team up yeah. for shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so oh Life Raft Productions and Depends present. <laughs> I hate Depends jokes. They're dumb. They never work. They're hacky, and I've already fucking ruined the podcast. Well, all right. So thanks for <laughs> listening. Tune in next time. And thank you, Doctor Kiss. Um. So wow. So we. Here's the thing. This is something about that I think is That's is right. supposed to be true in the world. People say this is true <sighs> in the world, but it ain't. Which is what? If you just put it out there what you want, you just ask for it, and it will come to you. And that's not true, except with the MF podcast. I say I want more people to, to email us. Right. And where the fuck are your emails? And then, boom, lo and behold. We get a slew of them. There's a bunch of emails in the and inbox. And they're long, and they're lovely. Oh lovely and God, long. Oh, my God. They're incredible, and I love that some people are like, please don't say my name. You know who you are that said that. Right. And guess what? Just me saying, you know who you are that said that. I bet you just already fell off the Stairmaster. Right. Which a is lot precisely of people, what you were afraid of. A lot of people doing exercise while listening to the comedy couch, yeah. which is interesting. That's, Maybe we should work that in. And breathe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. We're going uphill right now for yeah. this next segment. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's all uphill, by the way. Ugh. There is no downhill. Yeah, well, there is uphill. down. It feels uphill, but it's literally going it's downhill. It's an uphill battle, and yet it's going downhill. <laughs> exactly. It's Job <laughs> pushing the rock up the hill and then being chased after it like Indiana Jones. Right. And he pulls his Achilles heel tendon. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, I am on... <laughs> what's, what's the thing? I had an infected tonsil. I did like not know that. Like a month ago. Like a month ago. I didn't know that. And I went to the old doctor and... Uh, Said, yeah, I've got this infected tonsil. I've been a little feverish, you know. It, there's whatever, and they okay. Here's the uh, amoxicillin, and you know you take it for ten days and whatever, and then you're fine. Make sure you take all. You know how they always tell you make sure you take all the antibiotic, even when you're feeling better. Keep taking it. Right. I always do. One thing that I'm good at is taking like pill, regular pills. I'm good when I have medicine that I have to take two times a day or three times a day. Like I can. Keep that. Like, I'm a forgetful person, but that right. kind of stuff, I know it's important. I don't want to, like, take, oh, I forgot to take my lunchtime one, so I'll just take two at dinner. Like, no, right. I'm really pretty good with that stuff. I take it seriously. 
So I'm taking my, you know, one pill a day or whatever of the amoxicillin for the 10 days and I feel fine. And then a week or two after I'm done with the medicine, my tonsils hurting again and it's the same one. And it's, and it's obviously we just didn't kill it all the way. And the same thing happened the last time I had an infected tonsil, which was maybe three months ago. I went in, got some medicine. The first time it didn't work, she had to write me a different prescription and then that killed it. Right. So I was like, I think this is now, this is twice that this happened. So I'll try to remember also when I get a sore throat next time, not to, you know, let you give me amoxicillin. Cause I guess I'm just resistant to it. Right. You know, whatever. And the, the doctor said two things that were odd. She was like, well, I don't want to just keep giving you antibiotics because I just had a patient die. Wow. Okay, you should never tell your current patient that you just had a patient die. Yeah. But she did. And she says, yeah. And he was healthy like you. And he had, I gave him an antibiotic that he'd had many times before and never had any allergic reaction. And then he just, he suddenly died. So now I'm worried about giving up per, per um, antibiotics. And I wanted to go, you know, this is a U, UP, a YP, not an MP. Like, this is a your problem, not a my problem. Right. Like, your job is to dispense medical advice, and oftentimes writing prescriptions is part and parcel of that. Right. And in this case, it's clearly indicated. It makes sense. I, and I, do people abuse antibiotics? Like, if you're going to go to the doctor and you're going to fake an illness to get drugs, you're going to want pain meds or something, right. right? Something that's narcotic. Nobody wants extra, oh, I'm just hungering for a Z-pack. Like, that. nobody right. wants that. So I'm like, well, I'm really sorry about your patient, um, but I do feel like I should take something. And she goes, yeah, well, he also did have a really enlarged heart. Yeah, yeah, I don't have an enlarged heart. So just write the fucking script. you got a rock so, and roll heart. Yeah. So she writes me this prescription, and I can't remember what it's called. It's some very strong once every five days, or, or once a day for five days prescription. But there's one unusual side effect, and the, she told me about it, and then the pharmacist told me about it. And I don't mean the pharmacy assistant that does takes your money and stuff. I mean right. the actual pharmacist came from around the little booth and said, I have to discuss this with you. Holy shit, I'm scared for that. And I was like, okay. And he goes, seriously. If your ankles start hurting, you have to stop this medication and you need to call an ER. I mean, immediately. If you're, I'm telling you the first sign of ankle pain, 911. Are you listening? This, I'm not kidding God, with this. Tony, I'm so scared. And I'm like, ankle pain? <laughs> Apparently, in a very small percentage of people, this particular drug causes your tendon on the back of your leg to just detach. It just comes off and you can wow. never walk again. For a sore throat. Shit. How bizarre is that? I know. Maybe that's why that guy got his foot fucked off. Maybe he was already had a detached. I think this is all connected. Wow. He didn't get his foot fucked off so much as he was on an antibiotic. <laughs> exactly. made it likely to happen, and he got fucked while <laughs> the prescription was taking his foot off. Yeah. It's a coincidence, is his, all I'm saying. His foot fell off while he was getting fucked. But it was really like, wow, everyone keeps mentioning what? this Did ankle. Did you take it? Have you yes, started taking this it? this is day three. And no and, ankle pain? Well, here's... Oh, Another shit, part of the Tony, part of the thing. No, no. My lesbian kickboxing class last night was really hard. So when I woke up this morning, my calves really hurt. Oh shit! And I know it's just my calves from the, and it's not my ankle. It's not ankle pain, but it's my calves, but down into where they connect, which I guess is maybe the 
particular tendon that could just detach at any moment while I'm on this drug for five days. So all day at work, my joke was I would take like two or three steps and then just pratfall. Oh, like 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 my leg got disconnected. I just had my foot fucked off and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Um, so that's whatever that's, that's going intense. On. That's scary. Well, but really, I don't. Is want... it is it helping your tonsil? Have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel right. Good. But uh, I don't probably shouldn't be drinking this red wine either. Now that I think of it, but whatever, one glass. It's not gonna hurt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You go. Uh, well, I went to Perez Perez Hilton's birthday party. Uh, with my friend Glenn. I was a plus one. I wasn't invited myself. It was fun explaining that to my father, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was complicated. but um, It was so complicated that it was not Paris Hilton, it's Perez, Perez Hilton. Hilton but and... He's kind of named after yeah. her, but what does he do? Well, he's a gossip blogger, and yeah. how does that make money? Like, Dad, the point is, Dennis went to this party last night, now shut up, and he's going to tell us who he met. Tony's dad was visiting for the weekend to see Tony's show, and he was a delight. I had two meals he with him. He was a delight for you. He's a silver fox, and he comes. He comes from like um, the like a game show host kind of vibe with with him. Yeah, and what is he's very, very wink charming. Martindale. He's a little wink Martindale. What I love about him is he's enthusiastic about everything. He has so much enthusiasm. He loves he to is, go to the movies. He loves to talk about them, and it's cool. He is very. And he was so proud of you. He is so proud. proud of you. And he was doing the meet and greet at the show, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Go ahead and you tell this okay, story. Okay, so I went with my friend Glenn. Then I'll Glenn. write my father over the calls. <laughs> okay, good. Let's start warming up the calls. They're not quite hard enough yet. Okay, so um, the party was at Paramount and in a sound stage, And um, it was kind of circusy. There were like aerial acts and uh, popcorn and snow cones and stuff like yeah. that. And here's who I met. I met the most random people. And my friend Glenn was very good about going up and getting pictures with people. I was a little more shy. Like, he would do one, and then he would say to me that I had to do the next one, and then I couldn't do it. I would chicken out, and he would do it. Yeah, you're not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. So I met Levi Johnson, uh, the uh, Sarah Palin, uh, whatever. And and then after we got our picture with him, and the, the bodyguard took it, and it's actually my Facebook picture right now. And then I, I kind of thought maybe I should try to make a little small talk with him so it doesn't just look like a bunch of gay guys wanting a picture with Levi Johnson. But Well, first of all, small talk is your only option. Right. There's no big talk. But then I thought, you know what? We're at Perez Hilton's birthday yeah. party. If he doesn't want gay guys getting pictures with him, then... Yeah. And I was going to say something like, well, how do you like L.A.? I don't know what I was going to try to say. Exactly. And then I thought, fuck it. Who cares? He don't know he's in L.A. <laughs> but he looked cute, and he wore a, a gray suit, and he had his picture with me. You didn't say I was on season one of Kathy from the D-List? No, I did not. I did not say that. Because <laughs> uh, he didn't really start getting into it until season two or three. Um, <laughs> he didn't really become a Griffin fan. No, not really. Later. No. Yeah. Um... I met I saw RuPaul who I know a little bit mm-hmm. and was super nice yeah. and I told Ru how great I thought the show was and Ru said, "Oh, you know, we have a good time." Like she seemed really he seemed really great. This week was literally the best episode yeah. of, of the entire With the series. drag mamas? Yeah. Yes, with the the senior men that were part of like the gay liberation movement yeah. back in the day and equal rights and and it was surprisingly tender and yet they still had their bitchy queen comments but it was really all with love and it really made you kind of find a like love those drag queens a little bit in a way that up to this point i had only loved juju yeah they softened softened up raven a little bit i think they're gonna soften up raven enough that she could be a contender yeah she's gonna go Uh, pretty far that show works on a lot of levels and um (laughs) and that's all you want to say about that 
I love it. You know what? I'm not going to give it away on the podcast. Read my blog on queersided.com. That's right. That's how I bring in the big bucks. Hello, Ching. Okay. Um, I met Louis Van Amstel from Dancing with the Stars, Ugh, no who's thanks. small, and no I liked thanks. him. I liked him. I, I don't enjoy cute. him. I don't like. His... Yeah. Was he wearing gay man's jeans? Yeah, probably gay man's jeans because he's yeah, a gay man. Sure. Well, all right. You know what's weird about jeans? I think true religions are the ones where I go, mm, not after thirty. Like I don't like them on true these... religion jeans are ridiculous. They're ridiculous, right? And but I love them on like a fifty-year-old Armenian. Yeah. Who's the, like a, like a Joey Lawrence? Yeah, like who's totally super with the gold straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone who's like hitting on chicks with their yeah. pointy boots and their true religion jeans right. and their, you know, their like Versace print right. blouse. It's like really what? It's so many eras. It's so many. Yeah, yeah. And it all says fuck me. I like it. <laughs> um, I met The Bachelor and Vienna, and I actually posed for a picture between them. So I, and I came between them. I love Jake Pavelka so much, and they were I am sweet. literally the only person in the E building that doesn't fucking despise him. I love him. I think he's charming. He's very charming I think and he's self-effacing. I feel like he, yeah. you know, and I think he's so good looking and everyone else is like, he's completely vanilla and forgettable and ordinary and he's a dick and he's a horrible person and we should really? kill him. And I'm like, wow. Wow. But then they also all hate Mario Lopez at work. And Jesus. so maybe I'm just some people a sucker have no for some eyes. Do they have no eyes? <laughs> Jake, they're both tiny, Jake and Vienna. I felt like yeah. they were like salt and pepper shakers. Um, Kevin Williamson was there and he talked about um, he's working on the new Scream movie Scream 4 and The Vampire Diaries and he owes ABC a script and he was sort of oh like oh, and I owe them a script and I was sort There's of like there's a yeah, weekend I know. yeah I was like yeah I know like, yeah. oh, it's so hard with the demands Ugh, of, I hate owing people scripts I, oh, yeah, like he tried to act like a contemporary yeah. um, that reminds anyways. me I have a friend who owes me 20 bucks and I need it to pay my rent <laughs> but um I met Leona Lewis, wow. who was pretty nice, but disappointing um, in person, right? Not she's nearly as pretty as you would think she would. You expect well, her to be. Well, she had on a crazy thing over her eye, like kind of like a circusy thing, and... like a Lady Gaga kind of a situation. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> Just I, a yawn. I was tired. Um, so yeah, that was the party. Um, so there were some fun. pictures on my Facebook page. It was pretty fun. Oh, Liza was there. Of course she was. She got there early, and then they took her somewhere, and then we didn't see her again. And you know then, where I think they took her? Where? The ER. And then she, yeah. So, I think it was, she just needed a Demerol. Um, I talked to Perez for about two seconds. He was nice. He looked thin. His sister looks like Perez with long hair. Mm -hmm. um, it's... Which I'm is kidding. a tough look to pull off. Let's, <laughs> but I know we're trying sweet. to be nice here. But and I met the mom, and the mom was nice. I don't think she's on a treadmill right um, now listening to us, so I guess we can say yeah. that Yeah, that's, so, that's not a good look. I mean, um, he's but, not doing so great with that look, much less her. Yeah, it's so really, um, that was the Perez Hilton birthday party. There's some pictures on my Facebook page that Glenn posted. Have you heard, speaking of Perez Hilton, on his site today, and yeah. today is Wednesday the 31st, he has posted... An audio recording of J-Lo recording a cover of Enough is Enough, No More Tears. Right. And it's her fucking up this line over and over and over. And apparently she was such an asshole to the sound engineers that they leaked one it. of them leaked this. That's delicious. And it is hilarious because the thing is. What's the line? It's. I always dreamed I'd find I don't think it's that. Lover. God, which one? Is, 
I always, I always, oh, it's the second word. And she's like, oh, I keep, so that's, well, that, that was fucking bad. That was fucking bad. She keeps saying, and I can, let me try that again. I'm supposed to give me the note. Give me the note. And they're literally giving her the note in her ear, which you can't hear on this audio right. track, but it's in her headphones. And she, I always dream, always, oh, <clears throat> let me, no, no, let me try. I always, nope. And like, she tries different placement and, but it goes on for like two minutes and it's, really really funny but it's so it's just horrible enough that you know it's totally real did you feel weird listening to it did you feel bad for her that it had been leaked or did you feel like okay no because i don't think that anyone really thinks of her as a great singer no, anyway exactly. and so it's kind of like whatever this is all good for her she you know she's got that movie coming out and it, which i hope is good i hope it's good but we know it's not gonna be and she literally she looks so much older than that guy alex o'laughlin and i mean he's just a little cupcake, but like, yeah. it's weird. It's a weird coupling, and I don't know. Yeah, I, know I want the guy that, that movie to be good. It. I want it to be good. But there was that article in EW. J Lo is there's a weird desperation about her now that is weird. Like when she had that album, she would do those live shows everywhere and weird dance numbers singing about the her fucking shoes, Louboutins, which yeah. was such a dumb song. And yeah. and then but then she shows up on some award show with this huge production number. And... Levaquin is the name of the drug I'm on. Oh, Le really? Levaquin. Nice. Yeah, just in, I know that we have, we have more, than one, more than one pharmacist in the, that listens and writes. We need a name for our fans, like Claymates or like in the Dog Pound or the, whatever. The Couchies. The yeah, our little, our little Ottomans. <laughs> All the little Ottomans out there listening. Um, that seems dismissive. Our, our throw pillows? Uh, so that's, that's even my more dad dismissive. was here. Yes, he was. He I love him. He came in town, and I booked his ticket uh, it was his birthday present because his birthday is April 12th. And he has never – he's seen me do stand-up once, but it was the very first time I ever did it in my life, and it was like 10 minutes. Right. And so that was – you know, it was years ago. Not that long ago, though. Well, it, was, you... it was like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, he was very excited about the show. And my everyone came in December except for my dad. And so as his birthday present, I got him this plane ticket. And, you know, and so when he arrived, I was like, also, I got you a hotel. And he goes, no – no, we don't have to get, I don't need a hotel. And I go, no, no, it's better. And he goes, no, I'll just stay at your place. No, 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 this is better. But really, it'll be nice. We'll have 48 hours together. No, no, it's fine. I'll sleep on the couch. No, 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 this is better. No, it'll be nice. We can be together the whole time for a day and a half. No, no, this is better for me. <laughs> he like, wasn't catching that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just, it's better, okay? Because yeah. I, then I won't kill you if you're in a hotel. So Right. Anyway, so, but he's, you know, he's really great. And as you said, he's so enthusiastic, but he's that person that sits in the passenger seat. And if you're not talking to him, he'll just start reading the signs of the billboards that you're passing. And, oh, pharmacy. Hmm. Yeah. Pharmacy. CBS. Wow. But like, it's oh, open 24 hours. Wow. That pharmacy's <laughs> hey, open wow. 24. Like, oh, stop. Just inane shit. And, and <laughs> then we were, oh God, I was taking him to the airport Monday morning on my way into work. And he had said that he wanted a coffee and he likes the McDonald's coffee. So fine. I'm thinking in my head, well, here's the McDonald's between here and the airport. And so it's the one right here down yes, the street of course. from us. And so we're coming down Hollywood Way and we're coming along to the airport. And I put on my left turn signal and I get in the left turn lane. And he goes, dip, 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 Why are you turning, my son? And I go, what? And he what? goes, my son, do you really want to make a turn here or do you want to continue going straight? And I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, I believe Burbank Airport is straight ahead. I don't think you want to turn. And I go, okay, first of all, we're going to McDonald's to get you a coffee, which you said you wanted. And the McDonald's is to the left. Therefore, I have to make the left-hand turn. And second of all, 
do you really think I don't know where the airport is in relation to my house that I've lived in for 18 years? You really think that I don't know how to get you there? Oh my God, I'm going to get you there. And he goes, oh, McDonald's, right, right. Like, oh my God, it was just, and whatever, it's, compared to the other complaints other people have about their yeah, parents. Yeah, like their big dad, for example. Well, okay, there's that. <laughs> but you know what they're, you know what your parents aren't? Annoying. That's true. From beyond the grave. They fucking keep it zipped. They don't fucking, they don't never, talk, they don't talk never, back. Bup, 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 bup. Your dead parents never go, wow, I didn't realize that CVS was 24 hour. They never do that to you. So I'm saying there's an upside if you want to look at the silver lining. Um, and so, but he, at my show, oh my God, he, he was, was like, like the grand marshal or the maitre d'. I expected him to be asking how many in your party. I have two lovely seats over here, right on the aisle. Would you like to sit on the aisle? Like he was really, and he was literally saying to people, and how did you hear about my son's comedy? Are yeah. you a long standing fan of his comedy career or did you just find him on the Facebook? And he literally, he literally calls it the Facebook. Which I know I've only been on for six weeks, so I practically call it the Facebook. Right. But you know, but it's, it's kind just... of fun to call it the Facebook. And he like and he, the AIDS. He talks or the gays. <laughs> it's the AIDS. Thank you. It's not um, the AIDS. <laughs> you know, like the end. <laughs> not that there's a parallel, Dennis. <laughs> Damn you, Dennis. My son. Are you sure you want to make that? The when AIDS he says joke? my son, it sounds like God talking to Jesus. Or well, that's sort of how he thinks of our relationship. <laughs> that's actually very much how he thinks about it. <laughs> and so, <sighs> and the irony is, I hate sandals. But, <laughs> and looking at people's feet, <laughs> especially when they come off in your hand when you're fucking them. And I ain't dying for nobody. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um. But so, yeah, so he's co-hosting me at the show. I was like, Jesus, Dad, do you want to open? Do you want to get up and do a nice four minutes to warm the crowd up for me? Right. But, um, and then he talked, because Danielle Fischel came to the show again. Oh, I love her. With her uh, boyfriend and boyfriend's nana, um, who had been to the show before, but the boyfriend hadn't been to the show before. Yeah, I so met the boyfriend's nana. Ten, oh, yeah. The, uh, nana is wonderful, and yeah. the boyfriend is great, and I love Danielle. But again, you know how we were talking about Danielle's sort of charmed life. Always, yeah, her yeah. life that she doesn't realize isn't the same as everyone's. Right. And she says to as we're leaving, Tony, and my dad's standing right there. Tony, I just can't believe that you didn't bring your father in on Friday. You brought him in on Saturday. You need to bring him on Friday so he can come to a taping. And then she says to my father, throws her arms around him and just cuddles up to him. It was so sweet and goes, "Promise me, Greg, that next time you will come to a taping." They're so interesting. And then she leaves and she gets two steps away and I go, by the way, Dad, they're interesting to her. Right. When you're the host of the show, yeah. the show tapings are really fucking fascinating. Yeah. For the rest of us, not so much. Right. So you're not – but think – oh, my God, my father coming out on a Friday. Interesting. I'm surprised that she said the word – I think that – I think – oh, she they're fun. There are a few laughs. She thinks they're super interesting. Okay. It's really – because it's her in front of a green felt curtain. <laughs> and then other stuff comes in. <laughs> and, and me doing a bit – where I'm dressed in a sperm costume and then it gets cut. That no, it was there and it was adorable. I know it was. They took all the funny out of it. Although, did you catch the sperm yeah. jokes? Yeah, we shot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we I came that stuff to was see funny. Hollywood. Yeah. All right. We have, all right. So anyway, like at one that. point she said, "Oh, I can't get you guys out of my hair," but the network cut God that. Damn it. So anyway, well, um, but it was dad, great. What about my Friday? The idea of Friday, you said that would kill me. Three days would kill me. But um, he. On the way, when I took him to the airport, once we got his coffee and then he corrected my bad yeah. uh, you know, directing, 
and I got him to the airport. Um, he was, I was like, well, dad, it was really great having you here. And I was really proud having you in the audience. And it really meant a lot to me. And he goes, me too, son. But something has been bothering me all night. And I was like, oh shit. And he goes, it just really, it really troubles me. And I'm just really sorry. And I'm just going to apologize. I'm really, really sorry that you have felt your whole life. Like, uh, your mother and I just don't get it. Now that is a response to me telling the story about my mother trying to comfort me at my 40th birthday by saying right. you don't have AIDS. Right. And I do this hilarious chunk about that. And the segue into it is well, we're, you know, when you're visiting with your parents, they want to get it, but sometimes parents just don't get it right. and they want to, they love you. Their hearts in the right place, but sometimes they just don't get it. Right. And it's just that I'm reaching out to the audience. We're all the same. We all have the same complaints and I'm the person with the mic. So I'm going to, be the voice for us but we all feel this right. right it's you know it's just a it's a convention that all performers use to yeah, get yeah, the yeah. audience more on your side this right yeah that's all it is right. it's not my parents get it my parents get it too much in fact right. you know but um he was really troubled by that and so i was like dad I, i'm so sorry but no you have to not it's a comedy act you can't take everything so and he's like well i know everything in your act is true and i go yes it's true but you know, that's just heightened or exaggerated. and you, But I guess this is an example of him not getting it. So I guess... He underlined, he underscored his own point. In yeah, a way. I yeah. guess he doesn't get it. I'm sitting there <laughs> saying, no, you totally get it. But in my mind, I'm thinking, see how much you don't get it? <laughs> well, whatever. That's the... Uh... At least he's not dead. <laughs> like your dad. Exactly. Oh, God. Who was a huge fan of comedy. <laughs> he loved going to shows. Your father would have loved my act. Yeah. I, you know what, my dad, I was thinking about this the other day. I was talking about this with my sister when I was at home in Arizona. I, I knew my dad loved me. He was a good provider, but right. I don't have one memory that I go, oh, not one. Mm. You know, like of a fun time we shared together or something we did together or. Didn't your father ever read signs when you were just driving in the car with him? <laughs> no. You can have that one. Yeah, you know what he did do about McDonald's though? Whenever they had like 39 cents hamburger cheeseburgers, he would go buy like five and See? freeze them. There you go. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. I'm not patronizing. I mean that. That's no, no, no. Funny, it's it's a because memory. I remember when they would be twenty nine yeah, cents. Yeah, no, it's cents. cute, but it's not something we did together. It's not like you know, it's a funny thing that he did. Well, Jesus, if you want something you did together, well, Dennis. you know, but like a mo- that. No, it's not like um, I you know, I wasn't abused or anything like that. What was, about um, pretending you were straight? That's something you guys did together. We did do that together. So, um, and he did it a lot better than I did. <laughs> I was doing cartwheels and hanging out with the neighborhood girls. And he was uh, sitting in his chair reading the paper, being grumpy. But um, anyways, um, wh- what else do I have written down? Is But your dad was fun. I loved hanging no, out with him. No, he's so wonderful. He really, yeah. he's great. And, you know, just don't marry him. Um, I love that Ricky Martin came out this week. I love it too. And I love the way he came out and I love what he had to say. And I'm all about it. I am surprised Ricky. at how instantly on Facebook... There was such a negative. How bitchy people were out of the gate. Well, it was obvious. And I was like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Here he well, is. Well, I'm so glad that he did it now that he's irrelevant. Well, no. I, I couldn't believe all, he's not the irrelevant. instant snark. I yeah. agree with that. Because what he did was a good thing. And he did it in a really heartfelt way. And I felt like he didn't have a lot of the bullshit that like Sean Hayes came out yeah, with. Yeah, and he did it really with nothing to gain from it. No. He's not promoting something. It's not like this is my gay album. Yeah. Yeah. Like... He literally was, you know, I'm, he was doing like, I'm, these, I'm trying to doing... write this book 
And it's just exhausting trying to tap dance around this. Right. And I look at these two children, these two sons of mine, and I feel like, God, this lie that I've been saying for 15 years yeah. is a harmless white lie. Now I see there being some harm in it. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to. And I'm ready to not do it anymore. Right. I loved it. And when he sort of acknowledged that there were a lot of people around him that, who he loved and respected who thought that he should stay in the closet yes. or whatever, he saw, I thought it was great. And I hope that he um, thrives and does whatever he wants to do. And I would love it if he were a, a big part of the gay community or did well, events or On Access awards. Hollywood last night, yeah. they showed all these clips from 1999 when Living the Vito Loca oh, yeah. broke. I know. And it I was remember. him I in was Times there. Square performing for like the Today Show or something. And it was like women, as far as the eye can see, screaming and be like, yeah. He did have a lot to lose. Well, he was this a sex is not, symbol. This is not the same as Sean symbol. Hayes. It's not the same as right. Clay Aiken. No, it's People not the same. People want to fuck Ricky Martin. Yes. And the especially Latin America, that whole culture, in some ways right. they're far ahead with gay marriage but in places like Spain and Mexico. him being super hot is a huge factor because that was as much a part of his oh, yeah. appeal as the music itself he was. He was a sex symbol. And so... And he still is. He's still... Huh. Yes, of it's course. not you know Richard Chamberlain fifty years later right. or whatever. Um, so it'll be curious to see what he transpires. still has a lot that he could lose. Yeah, and he has nothing to gain financially. So I do. I think it's really beautiful it's and cool. really generous and and really yeah. And I feel like he backed away from his career a bit, like becoming a father. Like I don't think he was putting out. He didn't seem to be like yeah. Putting I think out he's a lot had. Of stuff. I Maybe think he's he had, had a couple Spanish of Spanish albums, language, but nothing. Like, Big. He hasn't been doing huge media tours, and yeah, yeah I think you're right. I, I think, I think he's known this was coming. Oh, but oh, speaking of Access Hollywood, yeah. So, did you see the final forty-five? No. Billy Bush talks about how Barbara Walters says that her one regret in her career yeah. was pushing him so hard to answer on that question. She didn't really push very hard. I don't but, even think but, Barbara. You know. Okay, you gotta and have a so, regret. You're being honest, but I, I don't think it was the end of the world. And um, Billy Bush goes, you know, and that was in 2001, and two, three years later, I interviewed Ricky. And I asked him the same question. It shows this clip of them sitting on a couch. And he's like, you know, Ricky, you must know the rumors. Do you want to address them now? And Ricky very calmly takes off his mic and goes, I think this interview's over and walks off. And really? Billy says, um, and that was, you know, that was many years ago. And immediately afterwards, we turned off the cameras and I went down the hall to his dressing room and I knocked on the door and he answered. And I asked his handlers if I could have a moment alone with Ricky. And he nodded to them as if, Yes, it's okay. And I stood in the room with with Ricky Martin, man to man, and said, I apologize. I went for the question that everyone wanted to know, but I knew you didn't want to answer it, and I shouldn't have done that to you. And he accepted my apology, and he said, Billy Bush, someday I will come out, and someday I will tell the world what you know now, but this is not the time. And so I say to you, Ricky Martin, congratulations. But really, he's congratulating himself. Yeah, it's all about him. Uh, and sure. pointing out the fact that I've known this for years. Yes. I've known for years and I've kept it a secret. Congratulations, we spoke man me. To man. Yeah, we were in a room, is... there were mirrors in the room. It was a dressing room. <laughs> I and mean, I practically could have put him in my mouth. It was so quiet, you could literally hear the leather from his pants sliding <laughs> back was... and forth as so he shifted this... in his I'm chair. glad that you get it just from me retelling the yes, story. Yes, because really, Bush... Billy Bush breaking his own shoulder to <laughs> yeah. pat himself on the back. Yeah. Under the guise of congratulations, Ricky, you're living la vida honest. Yes. Like it was just, oh. you're shaking your truth, truth. <laughs> yeah. To the world. And I wanted to clip it for the dish, but it was just too long. It was just too long. But it's just it was infuriating. Too long. You know, and uh, 
I just want to say that I did the wrong thing, but then I did the right thing. Which is more important. It's when you do the wrong thing in life, but you apologize and then do the right right thing, thing. and then get to bring it up years later, how right you were. Right. That's what makes a man a man. And can we show that tape in slow motion and make it slow-mo when he throws off the mic? Yes, that'll be be really good. That'll be really good. That's what the people want. That's what the people want. So it's... um, And now here's the dish of salt. That's stupid. I hate that. Access used to be my jam. And, and now, now they've got the AH insane. Nation it's and they do all crazy. these dumb polls. And, yeah. And yeah, it's. Whatever. But I'm all about Ricky Martin. I love him. Oh, I smoked pot last week. What? <laughs> God damn it. I was Dennis. at a friend's house and I was working Is on something. Is that why you yawned earlier? No, I didn't. But I've been feeling strange in my body, angsty and weird <laughs> in my body. And. Uh, we well, got three prescriptions that were emailed to you by various listeners. I know, and I will <laughs> want to try them all. I, and so I was like, anything to take the edge off because I've been I've been angsty, and I think and I I had a few nights, mm, a lot lately, where I take a little Xanax before I go to bed because right. I can't sleep. But now I'm starting to feel like, oh, I need that Xanax, so I'm trying not to take it anymore. But it's I don't like you're it. not Judy Garland. I mean, no, but I but I do have that feeling of like I need something now. I need something now. Like it's weird. Well, um, I don't, I mean, I think that, you know, when you're talking about not even two weeks of taking yeah. a half a Xanax every night at bedtime, yeah. like yeah. we're not really in the pattern of problematic behavior area yet, but of course it's good to keep an eye on that. Well, no, but I, it's strange how I have certain feelings like the next day or, but don't, um, do you feel like the Xanax helps yes. you sleep? Yeah. Okay. So then the good news is. You feel like you right. are relying on this drug, but it also the drug is doing what it's supposed to do. Yes, but then sometimes I feel like the next day there's a time when I feel really weird. And I feel like it may be related to the drug or the absence of the drug or whatever. Hmm. So I'm trying to, you know, keep it together. Um, but I tried a little pot to just, you know. And um, so that was, I'm sure I know who that was with. Yeah. And No, you don't, actually. Well, oh. it's not the obvious one. No. Oh, wow. Um, I just mouth, I just mouth the word. Two people. Yeah, okay, I know. Yeah. Um, who are and, affiliated with Life Raft Productions. Oh, boy. Yeah. And um, so, so should we talk about some of these viewer emails? We can talk about them. Listening? Oh, I'm getting a physical on Friday. That'll be From fun. Olivia Newton-John? I wish. Do you ever listen to that song on the way, let's get a physical, like on the way to the doctor's office? I'm going to. That would be a good idea. I, uh, Evie once covered that song. Let's get really into physical. That was her little riff. <laughs> Evie Harris. Um, so, um, oh, and, and while you're reading those, I do have something exciting that's going to happen on Friday. Okay. I'm having lunch with my friend Russell Davies, who is the creator oh my God. of Queer as Folk, the that's British incredible. one, who is in town, and we're going to have lunch. What and, time are you doing that lunch? Um, in the afternoon, after my physical. and um, Like 2 o'clock? It's going to be like one, one-ish, I think. Okay. Yeah. Just don't be here at 2. That's all okay. I'm saying. Okay, what's happening? Well, I'm just going to have somebody over. Oh, really? Yeah. Care to say? No, it doesn't matter? It's not a big deal. No. Oh, I mean, it's a big deal. But is it that kind of big deal? Is it bread loaf? No, bread loaf is in Phoenix. I know, but I thought... But I am going to Phoenix the weekend after next. Okay. All right. But uh, anyway, so... that's good to know. But anyway, I'm excited to see him. I love Russell, and I think that's great, and I would love for him to have great career advice and help and make something. So we'll see. He's nice. So we got um, an email... From this 40-year-old heterosexual. Uh-oh. 
uh, named Jeremy. Wow. And um, he says he wanted to write because he knows he's not in our usual uh, demographic. Sure. But he heard you on Derek Romain. A pharmacist? He heard you in in Derek Romain and checked out the podcast and now he's hooked. Good. So he says... First, the ass kissing. I've been a devotee of talk radio for many years and have a deep appreciation of and critical eye toward those who think they can be interesting on the radio or, in your case, a podcast. It's much harder than people think. You guys are simply terrific. You have good instinct, instincts about what's interesting. The interplay between you guys is genuine and engaging, and you two come up with some of the best one-liners. My favorite line involved one of you hitting on a guy and equipping UNICEF does not – and one of you quipped UNICEF does not lead to fucking – I nearly fell off my stair machine. That's true. It was true then, and it's still true today. That UNICEF don't lead to no No. You may be uh, finger-banging, and that's it. Uh, Point number two, I am stunned at how you lay yourselves bare for us. I'm a huge fan of Howard Stern, not so much for the shock stuff, but rather because he's brutally honest about himself and his life. I love that. At least as much as anyone can be in public. You two are in that vein, and it is breathtaking at times. Really? I'm so touched. I know, because I could really go... Sometimes I like hold back. I could really go crazy. Well, with the uh, don't. There's, that's don't. Do no, that. but like, yeah, no. You know, I don't want to. You know, you don't want to be a bummer. Sometimes. Well, uh, number three, you're both very talented. Period. If I was running serious out or whatever, you guys would have your own show. So that's really really nice. Now some notes, and then in parentheses he notes. says that will piss you the fuck off. <laughs> okay, Tony, get the fuck over Eric the douchebag. I have listened to virtually every podcast and I cannot recall a single thing you have said about this guy that in any way justifies your blathering on about him. Nothing. To the contrary, you portray him as a total and absolute dick. Moreover, your plans for revenge, like your appearance on Glee, sound like they've emerged from the mind of a 12-year-old girl. Check that. My 17-year-old daughter never behaved that way and that is an insult to 12-year-old girls. Look, I get that you're hurting. I feel sad for you. I mean that genuinely. But you're not getting together with this guy again. And if you do, it will be as as disastrous as your October reunion. Fuck a duck. (laughs) I know, right? And then... I love that he's got the timeline straight. That's pretty impressive. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Number two, Dennis, get some fucking game for Christ's sake. I get that you're both handsome guys and have no trouble hooking up, so my point is directed to your relationship laments. Listen to what Tony says. Your your equivocation over whether a get-together is a date or not must stop now. Oh, it's That's so enough, Jeremy. It's so true, Jer. He's so out. True. He's, he's had he's it. Fucking, he's out. Right. He's out. He's had it. So I love that, and... I'll do my best. I still think about Eric uh, every single day. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, bad, and but it's what it is. And it's, I, you know, I'm thinking of it now like my father's diabetes. It's just like a chronic thing? Yes. It's manageable. I remember there was somebody that I felt that way about that I just felt like, oh, this I'm going to have this forever. Right. And it's manageable, and it doesn't have to yeah. control very many decisions in my life. Right. But there are some decisions where it's going to just be a factor, and hopefully it will become less and less and with advancements in medicine. Sure. Hopefully it will eventually be something that we just laugh at. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for right now, it ain't. Um, and maybe I should – well, you know, Norma wrote us a great one. We can always We love Norma. Up. And uh, we have – some people say don't say their name, so I think I can say David – uh, David from Massachusetts is how he wants to be called. People now have their own handles. Sure. David from MA. That's what the Ottomans um, are like. 
I but don't like Ottomans. That's not going to stick. He really the pod people. He has listed a number of pharmaceuticals for you to try. Really? Um, okay. But also thinks that we should be in therapy because right. drugs are great. But if you don't do the work, you're just going to continue to be afraid. Oh, I am. And in therapy, Tony, the Eric sure. of your life will stay in control. Yeah. <laughs> you need to place that ass on the curb. I know you've had this strong connection and you still do, but be bold and tell him to park his ass and yeah. move on. <laughs> I also like this is what he says because it starts out as a compliment and then I don't see it as one anymore, but I think it still is. Tony, ugh, you and your looks. You're pretty damn hot. How many people have to tell you that? You get free chicken for heaven's sake. It's true. Of course, you won't believe it until you believe it yourself. Wow, right? It takes a turn there at the end. Right. Um, then he also wants us to do something called mindful meditation. Mindfulness meditation. Okay. And uh, that's where I stopped reading. Because uh, <laughs> you don't need that. Well, it's, it's something like that with the word mindful so, and yeah, meditation. So fuck him. That's a double. I'll pick it up. I'll check it out. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. No, of course. I think it's yeah. so wonderful for people to write um, and suggest things. And once my leg comes off because of the Leviquin. <laughs> Uh, I'll have a lot of time where I'm just in a, an electric wheelchair to think about the things I should. I'll, you know what? I'll meditate then. Can I tell you something about electric wheelchairs? We're doing the Village Variety Pack. Like, I'm going to say no. Yeah. Please don't. On, we're doing the v Village Variety Pack on Monday night, and my dear friend Jackie Clark, um, who is a very funny actress, is doing the sketch. Hilarious. Did I tell you the sketch that she's doing? Mm -hmm. Where she is um, going to be broken up with by uh, like a Stephen Hawking guy in a wheelchair with a voice box. Yeah. So it's going to be like, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> it's not working out. I think we should see other people. I get that you gave and gave and gave. <laughs> but that's a something good one. Does, like, I a haven't good even seen one. the sketch yet, but she's going hysterical. I wiped your ass. I wish I <laughs> could be the me you see. When you look at me. <laughs> That's a good one, right? It's not how I feel about you. It's how I feel about myself. I'm, <laughs> I love you. I'm just not in love with you. <laughs> Is it the sex? Is it the sex? It's not the sex. I'm not attracted <laughs> to you. Anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, I can't wait to see the sketch. And then but we'll do some of the real I want one of them to be a question. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> so she's like, what? wait, do you mean, wait, are you asking or are you saying? <laughs> are you saying, I don't mean I do this? Do this. Do this. Do this. Yeah. So um, that's crazy. That's a brilliant idea for a sketch. <sighs> Um, I have to give up a little follow-up on my movie outing with the actor. Well, yes, you do. I think people have a little bit invested in that. Um, I don't think it was a dream date kind of thing, but I had an okay time getting to know him, and I don't know what will happen down the line. Um, I'm but, writing an uh, email as we speak. I don't know. But um, I was so nervous during the whole thing. I was so nervous. Because I'm nervous anyway all the time now, but I was, I was so nervous I couldn't eat. What do you mean you're nervous all the time now? I'm nervous all the time. I'm anxious and nervous all the time in my body. But nervous, like, I, I don't understand nervous. Do you mean trembly? Like. Frightened. Yeah, like up in my shoulders and stuff like that. Okay, so nervous like 
uh, I my butterflies in my stomach. I'm not okay. And I feel I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Yeah, a little bit of that. Some days that's it's <laughs> just okay. a little, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, so I was nervous during during the thing. I couldn't eat during the food part. But um, <laughs> the food part. We call it the food part. Wow. Well, I don't, but I, mean, I don't. I don't think he was thinking because you know I was like, "What shirt am I going to wear?" and all that stuff. And I think he he just kind of rolled in. He was kind of hungover, and you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it was all right. We'll see. I don't know. I think I projected a lot onto him because of the movie and and working together and who he is on in the movie right. and stuff like that. So the um, you you want him to be. The, well, the you the me I want. Like, there's something weird. The going him on. you want him to some be. kind of transference there because he plays something that I live through. Right. And yet he's so adorable in it that maybe I think, oh, I, I'm, those are my emotions. That's my story. I'm adorable. Well, this is all good. Yeah, all of that, that is that's good. That's good in a way. There's something, excuse me, some kind of weird thing like that going on. That was adorable. What, that burp right there? <laughs> I'm just teasing. God, it yeah. tasted like, I don't even know. I don't want to know what it tastes like. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't know what it is. But, 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 my son, my son, yeah. are you sure you want to it turn It tasted here? like 12-inch tuna <laughs> from Subway. Oh, gross. Yeah. I think tuna salad is so fucking gross. Why? Just the idea of it. And yet, I will sometimes make it. Like, I will make take a can of tuna and put a little mayonnaise in it. You like tuna. And yeah. pickle relish. But I can literally only eat it within two minutes of making it. And then it becomes this disgusting yeah. glob. Eyesore thing. Well, then it's like all one flavor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like it when you can taste the tuna separately from the relish. Yeah. And the mayonnaise is just kind of making it stick yeah. together. But after a while, it all just becomes this tuna mush. Yeah. And then the idea of a tuna melt sandwich when it's hot. Oh, my God. That. Oh, now I'm That's worse. nervous. That's the worst. Th- now yeah, you're nervous. Yeah, now I'm very tense. Um. Oh, I will tell you something funny about the movie is we went to see this French movie called A Prophet, mm-hmm. and it was a foreign film nominee for Best Picture and Best Foreign Film, and uh, great reviews, set in a French prison, really gr- gritty, really brutal, and like 25 minutes into it, uh, he leaned over and he said, I, I don't think I can be in this world for two and a half hours, and I'm like, thank you, I can't either. So we went to the front desk at the Arclight, and here's where I got some game who, Jeremy or whoever the fuck you are. And because he was kind of like, well, what do we say? And I said, I walked right up to the person and I said, look, we were going to see The Prophet, but it's a little brutal and we're just not up for that right now. Uh, I was wondering if there's any way we could switch theaters. And I was very charming and I kind of owned it and I was a little cute. And the guy looked at us and he goes, you know, I think I can do that. And I said, do we have to wear a big hat that says pussy? And my undate thought this was hilarious. Mm. And the guy said, no, you don't. And then he gave us the ticket. So at that point, I kind of took charge and made the situation better. So, I have a hat that says pussy and has a circle with a line through it. <laughs> but I wear that on different occasions. Oh, um, man pussy. Yeah. That's um, a good story. I like you uh, when you have balls. I do, too. I it's do not too. that hard, is it? Um, really? You didn't do anything. You no, didn't... that was just being honest. Like that. Right. That didn't seem. But you hard really to weren't me. asking for the moon. No, 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 no. That, and and I didn't mind being honest about it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna ask our but listeners. I, liked, I felt for like another I did favor. a good thing, which is what I would like to know. Any uh, small, gay, probably nonprofit theater that might be in anyone's area that might uh, be interested in having me come in and do. Tony Tripoli, Tony Tripoli, I shit, I shit my, pants. my pants. That'd be amazing. Because um, I want to do a bunch of cities this year, and I'm doing it for 
it, really dirt cheap, like yeah. literally just for expenses. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, it could come in depending on where it is in the country. If it's on the West, I can fly in Friday afternoon, do a show Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. If it's on the East Coast. I probably can't do a Friday night show because we tape the dish on Fridays. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's they can the theaters can make some money on the deal. I can meet some podcast listeners. But, you know, I, I just I would like idea. to do it. So anyone that knows of a theater, um, just send it, email it to us at thecomedycouch at gmail.com. That's or you right. can always email me on Facebook. I know. You're in it. You're um, in it to win it. Yeah, because I'm there. We should probably wrap this up. We probably should. Uh, Dennis is also able to be reached on Facebook. That's true. And also, I want to send a very special birthday wish to the one and only Dr. Kiss himself, Mr. Brett yes. Friedman. His birthday is this Sunday. Yes, it is. The 4th. Christ is risen, and he has kissably soft lips. And he, I think Brett's going to come to your show on Sunday night. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yes, I think he is. And, well, I, and I think we're seeing Hot Tub Time Machine on Sunday afternoon. Right if on. you're around. Well, so I, uh, if any of our podcast listeners have not experienced the Dr. Kiss, I, rec- Check it I, out. I encourage you to find Brett on Facebook. Yeah, Vanity Mark. Brett Friedman. Uh, and he's adorable. He is. And um, send him an email and let him know how much you love the Dr. Kiss or that you'd like to try some. And he'll fucking tell you how to order some. And it's a good time. And it's great. And everyone should have it. That's right. And yeah. that's um, that's the show. That's the show. Show. <laughs> so that's – should we wrap it up? I think we should, you guys. I feel thank like you we didn't so really much. give them the goods today. But we kind of did. Well, is there another to- – is there anything? I don't I mean, think there's anything Dancing else. with the Stars? Do you want to say anything about Dancing with the Stars? Shannon I love Doherty that Shannon Doherty got the boot. Hells yeah. She's the worst celebrity I've ever, ever interviewed. Yeah. And so I'm glad she went down. Although I felt kind of bad when she God did. God damn it, Dennis. Why do you have to do that? No. I'm just too compassionate. Stop that. Well, that's why you're so tense all the time. I know. Stop carrying around the weight of the world on your shoulders. I know. Well – I know. I've got to. Yeah, you're not Celine Dion. No, I know. That's for sure. You can't heal people with your voice. That's for sure. (laughs) Um, So anyways, yeah, glad she got the boot. All right. All right. Well, on that note, fuck you, Shannon Doherty, uh, and fuck you, Eric. All right? Do you want to send a fuck you out to anyone else? No, I don't. I want to send a fuck me out to anybody. Okay, that's also good. And (laughs) listeners, I encourage, if you have a fuck you... Please send it to it. We'll do like you know how the radio shows do yeah, requests. It'll be like romper room where we say dedications. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us a fuck you, and yeah. I promise I won't censor it. I'll read it verbatim. I'll read whatever you write. Right. This is a fuck you to so and so, and here's why. I think that might be a fun new segment we could do yeah. here the on daily the podcast. Fuck you. Yes. All why right. not? So send me a fuck you of the week or That's whatever. Right. All righty. Uh, we love you for listening, and we love Ricky Martin. Bye. Bye.